welcome to the Enchanted Ears podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. Welcome to another great episode of your favorite podcast that is still trying to figure out what Meredith said. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're working Stealing on it. Stealing jokes from uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Good, so, good. <laughs> yeah, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Great movie. Oh my gosh, yeah. I Came out this week. First go of all, see it. First of all, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you are listening to this. If you're you from co- America. You come out of your, your food coma. Yeah. All the, all the tryptophan or, is worn off. Or you've recovered from a long night of Black Friday yes, shopping. You've, you've survived the hordes. You got all the deals, all the door busters. You didn't punch any grannies on the way. Everybody's home in one piece. <laughs> and and now you listen to the podcast. But yes, Ralph Breaks the Internet came out. It's great. Number one movie in America. Yeah, it was. You can see why. It was hilarious. We went to see it on my, my birthday. Uh, I'm officially 30 and I'm not dead, so that's good. And uh, it was a, I couldn't come up with a better way to spend my 30th birthday. It was a really funny movie, very self-deprecating, which isn't usually a Disney thing to do, but it was very aware and cognizant of itself and willing to make fun of itself, which I thought was really fun and new and interesting for a Disney movie. Yeah, I, I thought it was one of the, the best movies Disney's come out with in a while. I liked it better than Moana. I know you think I'm nuts for that, eh. but... but. <laughs> but it was really good. Yeah, so you kind of... It had a very different theme than most Disney movies as well. It's definitely worth going to see it. Um, and also, there, I would say like it's one of those don't wait till it comes out on DVD because the, um, the intricate background of the internet world is really cool to see on a big screen and you, you can see it in more detail if you see it in the movie theater because there are so many references to I would internet argue, things. I would argue that that would be better on a dvd where you can pause it uh, so but no i, I think you can see I, it better I, no definitely i recommend going to see it you kind of jumped ahead there though so i me in my infinite wisdom plan this out perfectly that our 30th episode comes out the week of your 30th birthday when you happen to share a birthday <laughs> month with mickey who's turning not 30 but 90 so yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna say when we launch launch this podcast in may this was all you. It was you planned all it. planned. I this was out hashtag Joe Shadamas. Six months in advance, exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh, you're so smart. And then you planned out. Um, I came to myself in a dream, and I said, "This is the date you'd have to start it. It works out perfectly." Right. And I I also have to add that Joe threw me a yes. So you had you had a, I, I went <laughs> and I I googled children's birthday party ideas, Lion King, because you like the Lion King so much. Obviously, anybody that's listening knows that. And I just stole some ideas and I got like uh, a banner and a huge, a huge, I mean, a banner is not a way to put it, but like a giant, it's, like it's a four backdrop. foot, yeah, by like five foot backdrop, got Lion King themed balloons, Lion King cake. The cake's amazing. Yeah, the cake is amazing. Cake and is I will, I know I haven't been on our Instagram lately, but I will post pictures of the cake on our Instagram. Yeah, we'll put that on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, so, so you had a whole Lion King themed birthday. And it was and, incredible, and, and we had surprise. great friends you over. Know, so you didn't know. It was yeah, I knew nothing so about it. So yeah, it was it was it was amazing. Right, and like I said, it all worked out perfectly. Thirty on the thirty episode and everything, and then Mickey's birthday is I guess it's this month. So it was yeah, ni- it was November nineteenth. Okay, so, so ni- two days before me. Uh, so yeah, okay, so nineteen twenty eight, Mickey was first born. Yeah, uh, and and we kind of talked about that on our first Disney Decade episode. Yeah, it so, was... so the first Disney Decade we did the twenties. We kind of ended with 
the creation of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it was the official debut of Steamboat Willie in 1928. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's, so what, that's, that's where they're getting that number. That's when it officially came out. And, they, and oh, I'm sorry, it's not the 19th; it's the 18th. Please don't shoot me. Okay. <laughs> so, but Disney uh, on ABC, they had what I'm calling the most uh, <laughs> unspectacular. Not necessarily unspectacular. Uh, not unexpected. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of the right word. Kind of most unassuming award show where it's like the Oscars, but every winner is Mickey. So <laughs> it's like, uh, so it's unexciting, kind of because there's no suspense. Unsuspenseful is, I think, the word I'm looking for there. It, well, because it had moments of really, really the, being uh, cool. Um, when uh, that guy, oh my gosh, what's that show? The uh, Arrested Development. Right? Is it Arrested Development that we watched? When he came out, it turned into like almost a grill. Tony Hale. Um, yeah, it turned into Hale like a, a roast almost. He was roasting Mickey Mouse a little bit. I like that. That part was... No, he was making fun of himself. He really wasn't roasting Mickey Mouse. Well, there's a little... I mean, there's a little there, I thought. Right. So, but but on ABC, they had Mickey's 90th birthday spectacular, and it came out a, a few weeks ago now. It was beginning of November. Uh, mm-hmm. But so, but his actual, yeah, so but his actual a, birthday was a few so days ago. So in honor ago, of so. timeliness, Joe and I decided to do... <laughs> talk about it this week right oh, oh boy wait did, oh it lo- it's the random mickey fact uh alert <laughs> i thought mickey mouse was in the room there for a second i thought it was pretty good too thank you very much i think this is a fact that most people know i have five of these i'll litter them throughout the episode but this is one that most people know that walt initially wanted to call mickey mortimer and when his wife lily was like uh uh-uh, mickey's a better choice so in case you didn't know that right so the start i will say the start of the show is a two-hour spectacular of corporate synergy essentially <laughs> that they did this and like i said it was set up like the oscars in which everybody just came out and mickey won- like mickey was the winner for every award so everything was was you know mickey everybody came out and said things how great mickey was and it was kind of weird a little bit because he was sitting there the whole time and so they, they were coming out like thanking him or singing songs to him and he was just over there like smiling and dancing it was it was that was a little strange. It was fun to see him when he came out and danced with with some of the acts and everything. Oh yeah, well, I mean, there were there were performance elements that I really thought were super enjoyable. Right, we'll get to that. But what I wanted to, to say with first is when it started, it started with kind of a, a history of Mickey. And what I found interesting is it basically followed our first episode. So I think we had that just lends credence to how great our first <laughs> decade episode was because we talked we covered a lot of that. Yeah, and so I was like, I already knew all that stuff. So well, if you, I listen, mean, I think if there were some the things podcast, that we didn't cover. Yeah. Well, if you listen to the podcast, you already knew a lot of the backstory. True. Like you already knew about the Mortimer Mouse. True, but it didn't start. It started with a little bit of that, but it actually started, I think, before they even mentioned that, with a bunch of celebrities. Like they were from all different kinds of. I don't know. They were like different. No, what a, different types of celebrities. So we had like movie stars, TV stars, Broadway stars coming on and talking about Mickey, Mickey, what Mickey Mouse means to them. I mean, they did this several times throughout. Yeah, yeah but it was in the very really beginning, good. it was it was a really interesting mix of people. Of course, um, I think this didn't happen till later. But one of one of the stars that they had in the show, in the video montage, was. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes, the Rock came. I on. had to mention that, Never of course. Said. He sang "Happy Birthday" to me, and Mickey. he did, and he was so good. People, you know, talked about him singing "You're Welcome," but like this, he he, he did happy, happy, "Happy Birthday" is a rough song to sing. So, oh, hold on, 
Are you being serious with that? Or? No, I think happy birthday. So no, you're not being serious. No, I think happy, happy birth- birthday. Singing happy birthday, well, I would not say is uh, kind of the pinnacle. No, it's not. Song. It's not like singing Let It Go. I think, but- you're, I think you're, uh, you're kind of blind spot for the rock there is, <laughs> is coming up where you're like, you know what? He did a great job, guys, singing. Well, what did he sing? No. Happy birthday? No, when you go... You mean like the song everybody sings? <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to sing. When you get to that, happy birthday, dear... Like, it's hard to sing that on oh, tune. He did a so, good job with that. That was so hard. I mean, I, I mean, want to hand for him who are like... a Grammy right now for that track. <laughs> for the track. greatest song ever sung in the history of the world. By a former wrestler. I mean, come on. I, he did good, but wow. It's not like he's out there singing the national anthem or something. Well, that's true. That's a harder song. But I'm just saying, I think that Happy Birthday is tough. I'm glad you admit that. That there is a harder song. Oh, there are many harder songs. I'm just saying, it. Happy Birthday is not the easiest song to sing. And it, I, it's very rarely done well. So Yeah, so The Rock was on. He was on for like 10 seconds. Yeah. And it looked like, it looked like they got him when he was filming Jungle Cruise. Because he seemed to have kind of like an outdoorsy outfit. And he had a belt on that looked like he maybe had like a knife or like a gun or something holstered. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking when they were filming the Jungle Cruise, they were like, Dwayne, we need 10 seconds for this special. You got to do it. And so they <laughs> It was longer it. than 10 seconds. It was like I mean, he just Yeah, he did a quick happy seconds. birthday. But it was a quick thing. I think they, it looked like they kind of filmed it then. But yeah, yeah, but there's a, a ton of... A, Basically, anybody that had been on like Disney Channel or, or Disney movies Except is, is who they got. Except for, weirdly, an absence of all of the really popular, recent Mouseketeers. Like, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Ryan Gosling, J.C. Chazé. Like, they could have gotten J.C. He's not doing anything. Right. So, they had two of the original. They had Bobby and Sharon. Right, on. right. Then, actually, they... But that's what I'm saying. They the recent a, ones. Yeah, but they did a, a quick little kind of video montage of the Mouseketeers. So the whole show was almost a history of Mickey. Kind of, there were different segments where it went over his origins. It talked about his and popularity overseas. It talked about the his impact on on like volunteerism and things like that. Um, there were a lot of yeah, there are a lot of different aspects and things that Mickey Mouse has been involved in. That was kind of the most impressive thing is just to see how big he really is to everybody overseas and and how like you said they do use him and he almost does outreach you know he he really is kind of like the face of the company so mm-hmm. he's he's out there doing outreach with with these volunteer organizations or again overseas i mean i think that you know they were interviewing people from china and japan and things and and korea and they were saying you know, I love Mickey. He's always smiling. Every time I see his mm-hmm. face, he's there are people from just all like walks mm-hmm. of life all over, cool. the, yeah. all over the world. All like, these we, different languages. Like, yeah, we know him because, you know, we're in America. He started here. Disney kind of created here. But sometimes it's very easier, easy when you live in the United States to be insular. Like you don't understand what, you know, this might be a popular movie. It's a Hollywood movie, but you don't know what kind of outreach that has well, that's, to other countries. That's the thing, is that, like Star Wars isn't very big in China. Mm-hmm. Like it's huge here. It's not very big in China because they didn't grow up with Star Wars. So it's interesting to see Mickey Mouse, who really hasn't been in a major movie or is not much. I know he has a Disney, they have the Disney Channel show now, of kind of like the a newer show for Mickey. Mm-hmm. But he's really not in a ton of new stuff. But to see that he really still has that global reach is pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that um, when we were talking about the outreach, the story about Quintino, 
uh, it was kind of toward the end of the show, uh, this little boy that had Downs and he also had a really compromised immune system. It was really touching. I think that was probably one of my favorite parts. It def- I teared up. Yeah, so that was part of the make, the kind of, he was one of the make-a-wish yeah. recipients. And, and he wanted kind of to dance, Quintino wanted to dance with Mickey Mouse. It was just, it was really, really cute. And, um, you know, it, it kind of, it was, it was definitely good for the company because it shows how they work with these families of, you know, children and that are, you know, struggling and need some help or just need some brightness in their lives. And it just, it, it makes them look really good. So that was a, that was a cool story. Yeah. It was, it was, again, like you said, it was nice to see, you know, Mickey's involvement and everything like that. You bring up dancing with Mickey. Mickey's got moves. He danced like three or four times. He stomped the yard. In this thing. And yeah, he was, he was dropping some moves. He's dancing what? with the K-pop group NCT 127. Right, just and, moving, and he sang, he danced in the beginning to the with the drum line to hands clap. Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, he did an amazing job. And, moving, at, and then he was actually drumming at one point. I forget what the song was, but he was uh, he was playing the drums at, at one point as well. And it was impressive. It to was see, during friend like me. Okay, it was impressive to see Mickey playing the drums like and that. spinning so. the drumsticks. Yeah, because again, like if you're wearing gloves, you're not very like your dexterity is not is compromised. And also, Mickey only has. Although I would be interested to find out if this is true for in the video, Mickey only has four fingers. So, yeah, yeah, mad skills. Yeah, Mickey. So he has less to work with. Not only can Mickey bring joy to everybody, but he can play the drums and dance. I think they need to do that more. I think they need a Mickey dance party. They do all these other, you know, they have the guardians of the galaxy dance party and everything at Disneyland. They need to get a Mickey one, Mickey hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was good. Hip hop dancing Mickey. So he was but, pop locking and dropping. <laughs> Mickey's got moves, but overall, I mean, I, again, I, I kind of, you know, joked about it. it was the greatest thing of corporate synergy out there. And, you know, and that's i mean that's ultimately what it was i I thought it was okay i mean i don't think it was anything too spectacular i thought it had some nice moments and it was nice to kind of see the history i do feel like at some point some of the celebrities who were out there it felt a little forced how they were kind of coming out and like thanking mickey for everything and yeah. And all they do, like, it, it seemed it, at some, some point, like, it, um, it was awkward a little the bit. The mom from the Goldbergs, when she came out, she literally came out just to talk to Mickey directly and talk about how she had a crush on him, which was funny because I'm not going to lie, like, a lot of people probably found it weird, but I had a crush, like, kind of a little crush on Simba when I was growing up, like, adult Simba. But had. <laughs> but, like,. I think a lot of people would think that was weird and it was kind of a weird segment. And then she ended it just by running up to Mickey and then didn't introduce the performer that came right after that. So it just seemed like it didn't really fit in the yeah, show. There was some, yeah, well. I, I think that probably dealt with how they like cut it and produced it too. So, I mean, like I said, so overall I thought it was a nice show. Oh, Did oh, it ha- boy. oh no, Mickey's back. Is that another... We have another Mickey fun fact. Yes, we do. So when penning Mickey's movements, early animators drew inspiration from popular comedic film stars of the day, like Charlie Chaplin. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. By the way, I'm getting my information from Disney Parks uh, website. Okay. It's like a blog that they run. So I I wanted to make sure I wasn't getting something from like makethisup.org or .com actually. Because Ralph has taught us you have to be careful what you do on the internet. That is very true. That's that's Ralph's greatest lesson is be careful what you do on the internet. 
So, but yeah, but I th- like I said, I think overall it was it was a nice show. Did it need to be two hours? Probably not. They probably could have done, I think, a little bit more. Maybe more, maybe more montages. It was like yeah, I said, it was kind it of was, an award show. Somebody came out and talked, made some jokes. There was a musical act, like kind yeah, of it very was, repetitive. There was a lot of yeah. The the musical acts were cool. Um, some of them, like the the performances of the Disney songs, were really really good, and I enjoyed seeing uh, NC one two seven, like NCT one two seven, because I think that like I enjoy K pop personally, and I know that. Um, oh my gosh, what is look like it? Mickey liked it too. It was, um, he was moving. Uh, Louis Louis Fonsi, right? Yeah, he came out and also sang an, a, he his a own Spanish, song. Yeah, he did Spanish. And song. so, I mean, as cool as that was, it was more award showy. Where it's like this has nothing to do with the Disney fran- franchise. It's kind of like, hey, they're coming over here trying to get popular in America, and we want to bring in like viewers from other countries. But it doesn't have, you know, it would have been cool. I wanted, to, I want to see NCT one twenty seven or one twenty seven. Yeah, I want to see them performing a foreign language version of one of the Disney songs, you know, or I want to see Luis Fonsi doing a Spanish version. Like that would have been cool, but it just seemed like it didn't really fit with them just singing their own stuff because you had that Sophia, um, What's her name? Yeah, she's from the Descendants Sophia, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she sang from the Little Mermaid. I wrote her name down, but I can't find it. And everything. Yeah, she's in the new uh, Descendants three movie on the Disney Channel. Yeah. So, overall, so what did you think? I mean, overall, I think you liked it. Oh, I had yeah, Sophia Carson. It was really good, and I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing what the people were wearing. I enjoyed Mickey's uh, Mickey's and Minnie's costume changes. I liked to see the different outfits they were wearing. They had the full um, like they yeah they were they were just. The fashion icon thing was kind of interesting, the little homage to Minnie Mouse and her being a fashion icon. Although I thought that was way overproduced, that whole segment where they were doing like snapshots that were coming up on the screen. I thought that was really cheesy. And um, I mean, not that the rest of it wasn't a little cheesy, but it was good. And I learned some things. So Yeah, I think overall, it, like yeah, said, it was I never, a solid thing. And Yeah. I think the one thing good. that they said that I, I wanted to highlight was just that they, they made Mickey Mouse to be the everyman and the best of humanity. And I never really thought of him that way before, uh, but that makes a lot of sense that he, he's very relatable and um, you know, he's what you kind of aspire to be in many ways. So I can definitely see a lot of people's obsession with Mickey. It's been within the past couple years that I've really started to like Mickey Mouse a lot. When I was younger, I was, it was definitely all of those nineties Disney characters that were bigger to me. And I never really connected much with Mickey Mouse. So yeah, because yeah. like I said, he he's he's not in as much as kind of the other one. Yeah, so, no. so but it, yeah, it was good to kind of see that history of things. All right, so we kind of oh boy. Oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> so, yes, Mickey. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney wasn't satisfied with. Okay, I'm not doing that. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Hyland did a good Mickey Mouse impression. She did. Yeah, yeah. So Walt Disney wasn't satisfied with the first few actors chosen to voice Mickey Mouse. We've actually talked about this before. So he voiced Mickey Mouse up until 1947. When do you remember what you what you said in the previous episode? Why did he stop voicing Mickey? Because he was, he was smoking so much. <laughs> I mean, his voice, he couldn't do the voice anymore. He felt yeah. like he couldn't do the voice um, just from years and years of smoking. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I found that whenever I, I learned that I found that to be probably one of the most interesting facts that Walt actually voiced Mickey. Yeah. That well, I, I thought and that it was makes sense as, as a person who's a perfectionist like Walt was, if he's interviewing people and interviewing people and interviewing people and he's just like, nobody has a voice that can 
you know, do what I want them to do. He just takes that responsibility on himself. So as a, you know, kind of a control, you know, control freak perfectionist, like he was, that makes sense. Right. So we kind of uh, flipped the show here a little bit and we kind of went right, right into, you know, Mickey's birthday and everything. Skip Disney news. So we'll catch up on Disney news here on the back end. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things, if everybody, you know, on Thanksgiving, I'm not sure how many people are watching football, but we're watching, I wasn't watching football, you know, just kind of, you know, it was casually casual. on in the yeah, background. Exactly. You're talking to your sister, just having a good conversation about then, hair products. And then a commercial comes on and it's, nah, I don't think it said that, but it was like, it was, I don't know if it's a wildebeest no, or whatever. It never, that's at the end. Yeah. There was some sort of wildebeest or something. Wildebeest. Wildebeest looking <laughs> up and I go, and the elephants are giraffes and I go, Angela, I think this is the Lion King. I just guessed that that's kind of what it was. And she just, just dropped everything and you run in and it was. So Disney dropped. I basically like I jumped, I hurdled a dining room table chair and then I hurdled the back of the couch. The turkey and then, went flying. Yeah, the there turkey was cranberries went flying. everywhere. Uh-huh. And stuffing. I accidentally kicked my nephew in the face. Um, I had to apologize. Okay, none of that happened. But I did sprint over right. to the couch and, it turned and out, like and it turned out it was hanging over it. The the trailer Disney dropped the first trailer for the live action Lion King. I wanted to say sequel, but it's not. It's a the live action remake mm-hmm. of it, and it was essentially like a shot for shot yeah, remake was... of the first Lion King trailer. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked incredible. I know you thought that some of it looked a little like Simba fake. looked a little fake yeah. or strange. The lion didn't quite look right. Um, I did a lot of Animal Planet watching as a child, and a baby lion doesn't quite look like that. They're a little bit cuter. Their eyes are a little bluer um, and milky, and they have more spots. I mean, it, right. it, I don't know. Very nitpicky here, but so it's yeah. the same. If you've seen the Jungle Book remake. It's it the looks same very technology. similar to the Jungle Book technology. I would say better. It's the same, but be- the, the, the quality I'm gonna is I'm going to be a better. very harsh critic of this, I can tell. I know, but it looks amazing. Rafiki, it does look amazing. Rafiki looks the best. I thought Rafiki looked the best. Rafiki looks okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, he's, he's You're not... You're so difficult. So it was... The, the whole trailer... Well, I also pictured him as more of a... I don't know what, what exactly they used. I kind of want to pull that up again, but he doesn't quite look like a mandrill. Like, I thought that Rafiki was a mandrill, um, which is a kind of, you know... Like okay. Only only you animal ape. nerds care what kind of... You know, what exactly species he is or whatever. But for the most part, I think he looked great. So the first trailer, if you haven't seen it, stop and take a look at it. You probably have, though. It it broke rec- viewing records for trailers. It was in the first 24 hours, I think, viewed 220 million times, which is just behind Avengers Infinity War trailer for the no, most. No, he's totally, totally a, um, a mandrill. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. We were yeah. all waiting with bated breath. Oh, I don't think I noticed Scar in the preview, but did you see? That's pretty good. That's a good rendering. No, I actually, Scar. I missed him completely. He must have been in there very briefly. Mm-hmm. So, but so no, none of the, the characters actually talk. It's just James Earl Jones, Mufasa, uh, doing a voiceover over the whole thing. So you see a couple scenes. You see the stampede briefly. You see like the animals around the uh, around Pride Rock, and then it ends with Rafiki coming up, and annoying Simba, Simba, and that iconic scene of him lifting. 
Simba up at Pride Rock. I think, again, I think it all looks incredible. I was excited for the movie to begin with, but now seeing some some footage, I'm even more excited well, yeah. to see it. So. Uh, and I'm always looking for excuses to watch anything that's a Lion King property. So I'm excited, despite the fact that I know I'm going to be hard on it. It looks it looks like it's going to be really good. And it looks like my guess for what they're going to do, because we were talking about this too, is that since it was sort of a shot for shot, we were thinking that it's not going to change too much. It's going to be very similar to the original story. But my guess is that they're going to just fill out a few different areas um, and, and add a little bit of depth in certain places. And that's kind of how Beauty and the Beast was. I mean, it was basically the same thing. They had a couple new songs. I imagine Aladdin's going to be similar. It It's going to be a similar story. I mean, Jungle Book was that way too. It, it's pretty much the same story. You know, a few new songs, like you said, yeah, maybe a new character or two. But for the most part, it's going to follow the movie pretty closely. Do you think it'll be a musical? Do they say it's going to be a musical? I mean, they said it's a remake. I'd have to imagine there's going to be... I have to imagine it's going to be a musical. I mean, they have... Nala is Beyonce. Yeah. So she can sing. Fierce. Uh, Adult Simba's Donald Glover, who's... Childish Gambino, so he can sing. Yeah, you know, you know, they both have singing backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'd, I'd have to imagine that that there is going to be singing some involved. singing in there. Yeah, who's playing? Yeah, he's not playing young Simba though, is he? No, they're they're the adult versions of Simba and Nala. Okay, and then okay. so they have they have child actors to to voice to do the, the younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I have to imagine that there there's some sort of. God help me though, if they put Morning Report in this version of the Lion King, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna that go wasn't crazy. In, that wasn't in the original Lion no, King. No, but it was in one of the like remastered. I don't. It think, was an awful song. I don't think they'll have that. So. All right. <laughs> Sorry if anybody liked it. That's just okay. my opinion. So another piece. So last week we <laughs> learned. Oh wait, sorry, that was the wrong noise. Before you get. Do you want to try that again? Let me go try ahead. That again. All right, pre- pretend like you're. Let's let, retake. Retake. Cut that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. I'm keeping that. Go ahead. <laughs> No, yeah. pretend like you're start. You're starting, and I'm gonna. Oh, okay. We have. Oh boy. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> All right. So when Walt was contemplating the name for his first theme park, he actually considered calling it Mickey Mouse Village. Interesting. Yeah, that would have been kind of a nice name. Magic Kingdom has a better, you know, yeah, better sound better to it. Than Mickey Mouse Village. Yeah, but uh, it's a little pigeonhole you. You, I think, Just a little bit to name it Mickey a Mouse bit, Village. Yeah. So last week we learned that you can say, hey, Google, play Enchanted Ears podcast, and it will start playing our podcast. (laughs) But something else with Google Home and Disney is Disney's Little Golden Books. I guess so it's it's a series of books. So right now they have uh, Moana Book, Coco Book, Toy Story, Peter Pan, etc. So they're they're children's books. Which we need. If you say... For me to read. Hey, you to got, myself. Yeah. To Loki and Cass. Yeah, they, they like that. So, But if you have a Google Home, you can say, hey, Google, let's read with Disney. And as you read those stories, it plays sound effects and music Are you kidding? to go along with the stories. Oh, goodness. Okay, so we need to go buy these books and a Google Home. Right. So if you have a Google Home and you have a kid, you oh, get these stories, you can my. read it. Um, that is amazing. Right. Yeah, so it if you as you, as you read the story, it, it knows where you are and it it kind of it's an interactive <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm pretending to be a Google Home. 
Oh, so you, that, that's... That, that would be the background for our podcast. Interesting. Interesting to say the least. So, yeah, so I thought that's pretty neat. That's a cool integration. <laughs> <laughs> right now, the, the article said it was with Google Home. I didn't see anything on like Alexa or anything else, but I have to imagine that usually these things, once they're on one, they kind of get rolled out with other ones. So I have to imagine something similar would be coming to Alexa, uh, the Apple, I think it's a HomePod eventually, but it might be a, maybe it's an exclusive relationship with Google for now. I'm not sure. So, but if anybody's like has a Google home and has tried this, yeah, I'm let curious us know, like how well it works. Sounds and, amazing. Yeah. How interesting it is. So. Well, I, it, I'm curious of how, how it does work because if you're not reading, does it listen? I mean, I guess yeah, Google listens. products listen to it you listens. and they know, cause so it doesn't matter how fast or slow you read. It listens to keywords and things. Right. Oh wow! Right, the last the last. Piece oh boy! <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, this isn't one of my facts, but um, did you, you, just, you just wanted to do that randomly. No, no. Uh, everyone knows Mickey for saying "Oh boy," but his first words on a, car- a cartoon: "Hot dogs." Hot dogs. Nice. Hot dogs. Nice. Yep. So. <laughs> Got, I saw that in a few places. So I'm now afraid. I'm not afraid to talk. Hot dog. My bad. It was in car- the Carnival Kid. I'm, I'm, July 1929. I'm hot afraid dogs. to talk because that you'll just randomly Mickey will jump back in here. But <laughs> last thing, keeping we, with the birthday theme of the week, uh, Disney announced Hollywood Studios, which turns 30 next year, is going to be getting a new logo. So they're going to mm. be redesigning the logo for the 30th birthday, and they're going to be getting a new nighttime projection show i'm assuming this is taking the place of the star wars show on the chinese theater i'm not 100 percent sure but it's a new show based on animation so it's going to kind of run through the history of animation oh, wow. as a, like a projection mapping fireworks show and that's going to be coming out next year. So like I said, I'm not sure if it's replacing the Star Wars show since Star Wars Land is opening next year. They don't need a Star Wars show anymore. They're kind of this new show. Because it seems to be that the park is going to now be kind of themed around... You're going to have Star Wars kind of on one end. And then it almost seems like they're theming the rest of it around kind of just the other animated properties. You have Toy Story Place. They're, they're adding the Lightning McQueen kind of meet and greet they have mickey and minnie's runaway rail so i think i think the rest of it's going to kind of be around animation so they're gonna have this this new nighttime show uh debuting at some point next year along with a new logo to kind of celebrate their their 30th birthday very nice a little bit of a an early facelift 30 you're you don't need it you don't need the cosmetic surgery there just you know i I mean geez that park (laughs) i mean a facelift that park yeah, it's Basically getting a major a new one. Park. Yeah. They, they got rid of half of the park and rebuilt it with Star Wars and and Toy Story Land. So and speaking of Star Wars Land, I'm not sure if we talked about this last episode or not, because this this news kind of came out a, a week or so ago. But if we didn't mention it, even if we did, we'll mention it again because I'm so excited about it. It doesn't matter. I'll say it twice. <laughs> More details <laughs> of Galaxy's Edge came out. So we have names for the rides now. The Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. ride is called the smugglers run mm-hmm. and then i don't think you mentioned this and then the the other ride is called R- R- uh rise of the resistance oh so that that's kind of the the battle ride where and allegedly you'll be coming face to face with kylo ren john williams 
the preview of his score for the land is out, so he's writing yeah, a completely it, new score just for this land. And it goes through like I think we a may lot have of, talked about this, but I think you just showed it to me, but maybe you did. Yeah, I can't maybe remember you anymore. did, but yeah, it goes through like the construction of the park, and you see parts of it that have have progressed a lot, and then you see the insides of some of the places with characters in it and like stormtroopers and things, and it looks really good. And it was supposed to be filmed within. The actual yeah, part of the, park. the actual yeah finished portion of the ride. It so. has the John Williams music, the new theme music that he's writing behind it. Right. Yeah. So it's all it's all pretty incredible. We should link to that. Yeah. So in again, case you haven't if seen it. We mentioned it. Who cares? We'll say it again. <laughs> Probably say it again next week too. Yeah. <laughs> or sometime in the future, we'll be talking about it because it's such a big thing. But to your point, yeah, I mean Hollywood Studios is is kind of getting a, a huge facelift, and I think there'll be even more coming once Star Wars is done. Yeah. So. Do you have any? Do we get through all the Mickey facts? I don't want to <laughs> um, cut Mickey off here. Well, I, I've, do, I've maybe, possibly one more. Do you have one more? Okay. Oh good. boy! <laughs> so the partner statue. This is the one with Walt and Mickey that is outside of. Um, they actually have one in Disneyland. Which I don't, did, did you happen to notice that when we were in Disneyland, the Walt and Mickey statue there? I know I've seen it in the Disney in Disney World. There was right one in, in California. There was one in California Adventure. I remember. I'm not sure I specifically remember the one. Yeah, it's in Disneyland, Disneyland Park. But okay. Anyway, that that statue debuted on Mickey's birthday in '93. Okay. And then the second one debuted at Magic Kingdom Park at Disney World in '95. Okay. So okay. I, I didn't realize that those statues, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I didn't realize that those statues while. weren't there yeah. initially. It took a while for them to get there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us again for another week. Make yeah. sure you leave us a rating, uh, a review on iTunes, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe. Yeah, you, check out our check out our Instagram. I will try to get off here. Like, yeah, we'll as put, soon as we're done, I'll we'll post, post that, that birthday cake. Right. Yeah, the pretty incredible cake that fleek. we had. So it's like unbelievable. I it's like if you watch Nailed It, it's like the cal- caliber that that Jacques makes his cake. It's, it's say, incredible. It's like way better than anything they do on Nailed It. It's actually good. Well, yeah, no, I'm not talking about the yeah. you're talking about the, the contestants. I'm talking about the the professionals that are, get paid tons and tons of money to do it like this this lady that did the cake and her husband are incredible yeah yeah yeah. it was it was absolutely terrific so yeah again so uh thanks everybody for listening we'll see you here next week and remember have have a a magical magical day. day